eternal rock of ages lord almighty we bless your name this morning you are the glory and the lifter up of our head you are our lord you are our god we have no helper apart from you we have no strengthener apart from you thank you for how you have kept us in your love and your mercy either to up till now thank you for the light that you are shining upon our lives Thank you for your various visitation in this house. Lord, this morning we have come with expectation in our heart. And we know none of us will leave this place disappointed. Lord, we ask that by the power of your spirit and your presence in this place this morning, please have your way in our lives. There's a need of our lives for this moment, at this moment. Father, please meet us at the very point of our need. Holy Spirit, this is your service, no doubt about that. Please have your way. Make Jesus real. And let power be given to the word of God. Let every one of us here this morning never remain the same again after this encounter. To the glory and to the praise of your name forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let the living soul in the house shout hallelujah. Kindly welcome your neighbor to your right and your left to, your, to the presence of God. Tell them you are looking good, you are looking wonderful. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. This month of September is our month of outpouring. I'm trusting the Almighty God this morning to pour upon you and I that which is needed to move us to the next phase of our lives in Jesus' name. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Joel. Chapter 2, I'll read from verse 23 to 32. Joel chapter 2. The book of Joel, chapter 2, from verse 23 to 32. If you are there, shout hallelujah. If you are still looking for it, say wait for me. All right. Just check the screen. It's already on the screen. It says, we're glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain moderately. And it will cause to come down for you the rain. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat. And the flats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. Amen. The cankerworm and the caterpillars. And the palmer won my great army which I sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God. As dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. And I am the Lord your God. 
and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servant and upon the handmaid, in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. For the great and the terrible day of the Lord come, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. May the Almighty God bless the reading and hearing of his word in our hearts in the name of Jesus. Outpouring. An outpouring is a taking out from something and putting it into another. Taking out of something and putting it into another. So when we talk about outpouring in the context of the Bible, of, of, of what we're talking about this morning, what we're saying is a taking out of God and putting it into us. Taking out of God and putting it into us. And the Almighty God in this prophecy by Prophet Joel is actually connecting us to a time when this particular assignment is meant to be carried out. When you look at the preceding scriptures before we talked about God or before the prophet began to talk about God pouring his spirit, it mentioned to us about restoration. He said God himself is going to restore back to us all years that have been wasted. Is going to restore back to us effort that have been wasted. God is going to cause the shame of his people to be taken away. He's going to bring his people out of lack into abundance. He's going to cause all men to know that God is in the midst of his people. It means that it is a season where God, or when God is showcasing himself or making himself evident in the lives of his people. And he now went forward to saying that in this season, he's going to pour out of his spirit. So we can quickly say this morning that the outpouring of God to a people is to necessitate or to enable the fulfillment of his intention for them for that season. So meaning that when God wants to do things for his people, there's a need for the people of God and God to be on the same page. 
So the outpouring of God to his people is to position the people of God on the same page with God so that they can have an alignment of thought, a convergence of thought for ease of manifestation of God's intention. You know, two people can work together when there is a disagreement. Amos chapter 3 verse 3. Second, two work together, let there be agreement. Where there are divergent opinions, there is no amicability of thought, then moving together becomes difficult. But when there is a convergence of thought, meaning that what you're thinking is in line with what the other person is thinking, even in the journey, there is an encouragement and there is what I call a symbiotic flow. The other person benefits and why the other person benefits. Everyone has a win-win mindset because it is to the ultimate benefit of everyone involved. God wants to pour his spirit because the Bible makes us understand that what is in man, according to the letter of Apostle Paul to the church in Corinth, he said what is in man cannot be known by others apart from the spirit of that man that is in him. And no one can know what is in God apart from the spirit of God that is in God. Meaning when God pours his spirit on a man, what it does is that the spirit of God unveils to the man the thought and intentions of God for that man. I'm saying to you, brethren, when you know what God is thinking about you and his expectation for your life, you enter into a state of tranquility. A lot of agitation and pressure that men go through in life is a function of the inability to understand the aftermath of the events that we are being subjected to. Every event in the lives of a man is meant to take them into two places. Either to move them forward or to take them backward. But the proper definition of event in the life of a believer will enable them to leverage on those events to move forward and to go higher. I have found out, especially from the letter of Apostle Paul to the church in Rome, Romans chapter 8 verse 28. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. In fact, the way he said it, I, I, I was just saying within my mind, did he know that it's not everybody that knew this? Because he used to we. But I mean, how do you know that is everybody? He said, and we know. Maybe there is a group of people who were with him at that time who have come to agree with that, who have come to realize that, and who have come to that conclusion. Because the conclusive statement he's making here that cannot be subjected to, uh, what do you call it now? Subjected to review. A conclusive statement is not subjected to review. He said, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who have the called according to his purpose. If all things working together for our good, it means that that negative circumstances of your life is an opportunity in disguise. How do I properly interpret the events of my life to my advantage? If I have not been properly tutored or informed about them, no one can give a proper explanation 
to you why you have to go through what you are going through. But do you know one thing? If the Holy Spirit can, should give you a proper insight into why you are going through what you are going through, I'm telling you, you will go through it excitingly. I was somewhere some few days ago and I was telling them, and I think I mentioned it to us here, no event of our life has a power of its own to give a definition to itself. No event. No matter how bad it looks, yes, sir, it looks bad, but when you have a proper interpretation for it, you can change that ugly incident to a very beautiful one. Oh, everyone goes through issues. But issues are meant to be an advantage for believers. The essence of the outpouring is so that we can have proper definition of event. So that our expectation will not be manipulated. Because the expectation of men are being manipulated by the enemy when they look at it from the face value. There's a face value and there is a, a hidden value. The face value is what everybody sees. The hidden value is what is behind what is not seen. And hear me, sir. What is behind what is not seen is actually what determines the eventuality of what is seen. And the Holy Spirit is being poured because in the season of restoration, there must be an alignment in your thought and the thought of God. How do I mean? In the season of restoration, you must be full of expectation. You must be expecting some good things. You must be expecting some good news. It's not out of place. If you're a contractor, you're a business person, in the days of restoration, you wake up and you begin to go, maybe today the man that will bring the contract that will change my destiny is going to come to my office. It's not out of place. Because when there are no expectations, there is nothing God to fulfill. What you get from God, most of the times, are what you expect from him. And that's why the outpouring of the Spirit is important. And when you look at some of the things that follows the outpouring, he said, when I pour my spirit upon you, upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. What a word. Meaning that the unction or the outpouring is meant to impart upon you and I, the spirit of prophecy. The spirit of prophecy. You know, sir, our God is a prophetic God. From some of the activities and behaviors and actions of God and submission by the men of old, even by Jesus himself, you find out that God is a prophetic God. What do I mean by God being a prophetic God? What I mean is that whatever God is going to do, he speaks of them ahead of their manifestation. He speaks of them ahead of their manifestations. Do you know, sir, when the spirit of prophecy comes upon you, you speak ahead of what you want to see in your life. The first time I ever realized this, I never knew the Spirit of God could operate in a man in that dimension. We went for a program. I was in school. We went for an outreach in the university. And by my assignment in the group, I was the director of program. So I always go ahead to get the place prepared. And I do it joyfully. And we had the program and we finished. You know, I, I gave him my best. And so the last, I mean, the day after the program was over, in the morning, 
I was just worshiping and I was just connecting with God. All of a sudden, an unction came upon me and I began to speak to myself. I wouldn't know whether I has happened to you before. I began to speak to myself. It's just like I am talking to myself. You know, how do I explain it now? You are the one talking, but what you are saying is to yourself. And what you are saying are things that is going to happen in your future. And you are saying it, and you are saying it, and you are saying it, and you are not thinking about what you are saying. It was just flowing. And as it was flowing, it was flowing, and I did that for a while. I can't remember how long I had to say those things. And by the time I was going to be over saying it, there was this excitement, there was this conviction, there was this, 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 uh, this aura all around me that made me know that all I said is not a joke. Sir, all I said had come to pass that day. And after that, I became aware. So at every point in time, I suddenly realized I don't need to struggle to shift into that dimension. Because when you have a gift, it will be wise for you to be aware of it, to take advantage of it. Because every manifestation of the Holy Spirit is for the profiting of the one who has it. The gift of prophecy is for your profiting first and foremost before the profiting of the church. In recent times, I wouldn't know why. I suddenly found out that it doesn't matter how awesome the presence of God is in the church. The only person that ends up prophesying is the pastor if he wants to. In those days, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. In those days, in fellowship of two or three are gathered. When the presence of God comes, young people begin to prophesy. And do you know what thrills me? Those young people were secondary school guys. I remember when we were secondary school. In those days when we attend fellowship, prophecy. But I start, began to grow. And I began to meet mommies and daddies, uncles and aunties. I saw realized that prophecies don't flow. Excuse me, it's prophecy. Okay, maybe they say sons and daughters should prophesy. But hear me, sir. If you are a mommy, you will agree with me you are a daughter to somebody. If you are a daddy, you are a son to somebody. So please, don't look at prophecy as the prerogative of God that he releases on the children. Because I don't know why we are not prophesying. If God is not going to do anything, look at what the Bible says in John chapter 1. It said there is nothing that God will do that will be without his word. He said that he said in the beginning was the word, John chapter 1 from verse 1, and the word was with God. The same was with God in the beginning. All things were made by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. Meaning that the expectation you have for tomorrow must be founded on prophetic declaration. If there are no prophets around you, excuse me, you should be a prophet to yourself. But for you to be able to say what you want to see, you must have been influenced by the Spirit of God to know what God has said. Because you see, we have found it's easier for us to say what we are seeing. And it's challenging for us to say what we want to see. You know what I'm trying to say? Your business is going down, nose diving, and you're getting worried, and you're getting worried, you're getting worried. It's easy to say business is bad. It's easy to say the economy is not smiling. Like some people used to say, town is not smiling. Igboro, Reni. 
is not smart. It's easy. But do you know, it takes another spirit to get it to your shop and say, thus share the Lord. This business is not of man. It's of me, Jehovah. My breath is upon it. And as I breathe upon you today, you are coming to life and all you're going down is changing and you're moving up in the name of Jesus. It's easy for a pastor to come and prophesy. But excuse me, the gift of prophecy is not for pastors, it's for brethren, it's for believers. In the book of 1 Corinthians, look at what it says. Because the outpouring of the Spirit must lead to a manifestation in your life. Look at 1 Corinthians. Chapter 12, verse 1. It said, now, concerning spiritual gifts, someone say spiritual gift. You can't be a spirit without spiritual gifts. Concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. Don't be ignorant of spiritual gifts. You know that you were Gentiles, carried away unto these dumb idols. Even as you were led, he's talking to us Africans. Even though he was talking to another generation, another, another, another continent, we are also Gentiles. We were also just said, wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by, by the Holy Ghost. Verse 4. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations. For it is the same God which worketh all in all. Verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with her. Meaning that when there are no spiritual gifts manifestation in your life, you are at a loss. You are at a loss. He said, for to one is given by the word, by the Spirit, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge. By the same spirit. To another faith by the same spirit. To another gift of healing by the same spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirit. To another diverse kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. But all this worketh that one and the same spirit divided to every man severally as he will. But you have to be informed of the value of the gift of the Holy Spirit for you to be able to get into becoming a beneficiary. It's very important that you know that Christianity without spiritual gift is mere religion. In fact, the manifestation of the Spirit is what makes us Christians. When you separate Christianity from spiritual gift, you are, what you are trying to do is you are separating Christians from power because the manifestation of the spiritual gift is what connotes power. Is what connotes power. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, inspired thought that leads to inspired speech, inspired words. They are meant for you to win and to fight in the battles of life. I remember when I left, when I, was, I left the confraternity, I was in school. 
and I became born again, I, I couldn't keep quiet by the reason of what I saw in there and what God had revealed to me and my need to pull out as many guys as possible from the dungeon. So I was always preaching, talking to them, unveiling some of the secrets that were not meant to be uttered because remove secrets from the cult. They are nothing but a club. Why they are cult is because of the secret they share. So when you remove the secret from the cult, cult it becomes a club. So they don't want, so I was just, so I was more or less like talking what I shouldn't say, but I was not even worried. One night I had an encounter. These were not my mates in school. These were older people. They were all cladded in white. And with this ojar that all these Ogboni used to, they were carrying. So when I saw them, I knew who they were. And they accosted me and said to me, your mouth has got you into trouble. Tonight, we are going to end your life. And I looked at them and all of a sudden from nowhere, a laughter welled up from my inside and I started laughing. They were looking at me. We want to kill you, you are laughing. Ask me why was I laughing? I didn't know why I was laughing. But all of a sudden, a thought just rushed into my being. Now what was that thought? Three or four days before, I was reading the book of Mark. And I was reading the story of Jesus' disciple harvesting corn on a Sabbath day. And the Pharisees accosted them and said to them, why are you walking? Because you're not supposed to walk on a Sabbath day. So they accosted them, why were they walking on a Sabbath day, doing what they were not supposed to do? And so Jesus said to them, in his submission to what they were accusing his disciples of, he said, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is the Lord over the Sabbath. How many of you have seen the story in the Bible? So I, I read it. But as soon as I laughed, all of a sudden from nowhere, that message got twisted. And I said, now this is a word of knowledge. I said, I want to ask you a question. When you woke up yesterday, how many of you stopped the day from going? They didn't answer me. Because, <laughs> can you stop the day from going? No. So they were like, what kind of, they didn't know where I was going. I didn't even know where I was going until I landed there. So I said, obviously you couldn't stop the day from going. We were speaking in Yoruba, I wasn't speaking in English. I said, you couldn't stop the day from going, obviously. But do you also know that that day you couldn't stop was created for me? I was not created for the day. Did you answer me? I said, for the fact that you couldn't stop the day, I am a lord over from going. Then you are too small to stop me from going. And they said, ha. They parted away from me and I walked past them and I went. Now, what I shared with them was a knowledge they could not counter. In the occultic, in the occultic, what they used to fight is word. In fact, it is a war of world. Anyone that uses weapon in the occultic world is the least among them. 
They strive to assess knowledge, which most of the time come by inspirations of demons. That's why they are not easily available to everybody. They are only available to the initiates. As soon as they are initiated, the spirit entered into them and began to take them in the journey into exposure that empowers. Because here, Mister, with the Holy Spirit does not reveal deep things to you, there is no way you can be depth with God. The Holy Spirit is not just for us to speak in tongues. A lot of people who speak in tongues. But when you are baptized in the Holy Ghost and there are no manifestations of that personality, it means that that personality does not have access for exp expression in your life. I will pour out of my spirit into you. God wants to share his person with you. Who God is, he wants you to be. Hallelujah. Amen. He wants you to speak as God will speak over situations of life, not as man speaks. There is a way man speaks, there is a way God speaks. When God speaks, nature listen. When man speaks, they speak as slaves to natural phenomenon. Prophecy, word of knowledge. I remember when I was courting my wife, each time my wife we discuss that matter, it's always very interesting. There was this young girl in a hostel where she was staying. You know, she was a student and I think she was married and got pregnant and had to bring a, a lady from the village to come and assist her. You know, because my wife is the mother of all of them. So she's always the one taking care of all of them. You know, so this young lady that came to take care, was getting close. She prefers to be a child of God. I didn't even give attention to her because I don't get too familiar with people just like that. So I went visiting and she was seeing me up and she decided to follow us. <laughs> we were just visiting with my wife and all of a sudden she entered into the spirit and began to prophesy. And began to say there's a tree in somebody's house, in my father's house, all kind of things. I just stood and I looked at her. I said, oh, 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 shut up. <laughs> Whose family, who family house that doesn't have tree? In fact, there's no tree in my father's house. All you are saying, you are saying it because you want to get my attention. And I shut up, said, I'm sorry. It was later they discovered that that lady wouldn't have give back, given back to that girl, to the baby, because the person they said should come and watch over her held the womb. In fact, what my wife's eyes saw before she had to, they had to pull the baby out of the woman's womb as a student. I got, give God glory for their lives. Because that lady went into labor almost that many days. She couldn't deliver until they had to back this other girl away. And she delivered. Now, how many of us have asked the house girl in our house who are demonically tormenting us in the night and we give them food in the morning? There was a woman. I know her, not a story. I know her. This woman is always falling sick. She was a permanent secretary. 
Wonderful woman, wonderful minister of God. Always falling sick. What is the problem? What is the problem? The day God was going to, the house girl goes through the wall in the night, enter into the bedroom, beat her blue and black in the night. By the time she wakes up in the morning, she's sick. And in the morning, she gives her food. The tormentor is living in our house and she never knew the tormentor. Hear me, sir. When you don't have the gift of discernment, you'll be feeding your enemy and making them fat. There are a lot of things. That's why we need this outpouring. You can't be a Christian and just go through life just like that. You just have to understand that it takes the gift of the Spirit to operate in the dimension of the supernatural. What do we call the supernatural? Is it not the manifestation of spiritual gift? The working of miracles. In fact, when you look down, 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 you find out that everything that is needed to function supernaturally is available in the person of the Holy Spirit. But we have to be intentional. The word intentional is a word we must be aware of. You must be intentional. Because you don't place the value on it, you don't get it. Hey, well, if, if he doesn't want me to have it, how will I? No, 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 no. You don't have it. He has it. He manifests it as it. Occasion demands. And that's interesting. If the occasion in your life demands a word of wisdom, you will find that you will open your mouth and you will give it out. If it demands the cement of the spirit, it flows. If it is the working of miracles, you know, working of miracles, a lot of people don't know that that working is added to miracles. And I'm going to explain to us in a while before we begin to pray. Because this outpouring that God has proposed for us is for us to enter into full state of restoration. So many things have been collected from our hands that we need to recover back. So many things have left our hands. He has not left our lives. They've left our hands that we have to take it back. Because the God who gave them to us kept them within us. But the manifestation is what we have been deprived of. When we say the workings of miracle, the word workings mean step-by-step actions that needs to be taken. Let me give you an instant example. The, the marriage in Cana of Galilee. Look at it. They needed a miracle, right? They needed wine. And they came to meet Jesus. They made to meet Jesus. To give them wine. They went to the mother. The mother directed them to Jesus and gave a word to back them up. Even Jesus didn't feel like, but he had to because the mother was insistent. And he said, go and fetch water. And pour the water in a water pot. Now, they went. The first instruction is go and fetch water. That was initiating the miracle. I want you to see the process. They initiated the miracle by taking the first set, fresh water. The miracle didn't happen. Fresh water, pour it in the water pot. They poured it in the water pot, the miracle did not happen. Take out of the water you poured in the water pot and go and give it to the master of ceremony. Now, 
when they dug the cup into the pot and brought it out, what they brought out was water. The miracle did not happen. Go and give it to the master of ceremony. That is the terminating point. That is the point for the manifestation. Along the way, the guy could look at the cup and say, see what our hmm. Oh, but I know they go back. I'm going back. But he kept on. Now, as he ended, do you know when the miracle happened? Between his hand and the hand of the MC, as he touched the hand of the MC, the work completed and the miracle came to pass. And so when the man brought it and tasted it, all of a sudden, water that had been coming all the way from the well to the cup, along the journey to the MC, suddenly turned to wine. In 2 Kings chapter 7, he said to the woman, the wife of the prophet, go borrow vessels from all your neighbors. Borrow not a few. The miracle did not happen. When you get into your house, lock the doors against yourself. And she locked the door. Now, begin to pour out of that one bottle that you had. Sir, when she carried that bottle and turned, she found out that one liter filled 50 liters. He said, bring another one. Another 50 liters, it became 100 liters. The same one liter bottle started filling all. Filling all, filling all. As, more, as long as there were vessels, they were outpouring. All of a sudden, she said, bring more vessels. And the children said, mommy, there is no more. And what happened to the hoy? Stayed. Any miracle that doesn't have a process is a magic. You don't need a prophet to experience miracle. You only need the gift of the workings. Because inspirationally, the Holy Spirit will tell you step by step actions to take to have a miracle. Meaning that every one of us here can become a miracle worker. The workings of miracles. The workings of miracles. There is nothing God wants to do that does not have a process. But the process cannot be initiated by any other apart from the one who is the Spirit of God. That's why the Holy Spirit is not an it, it's not a feeling, it's a personality. In fact, it's not out of place to say that you have to be possessed with the Holy Spirit. You know what it means to be possessed with demons? Have you ever seen a young girl being possessed with demons before? Oh, 10, 20 guys won't be able to pin her down. I've seen such. We lift everybody, we stretch, and everybody will like, what? Meaning that when you are possessed with demons, you are stronger than who you are. Now, let's connect it. When you are possessed with the Holy Spirit, you are stronger than who you are. You are supernaturally inclined. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your old men shall do what? Dream. Somebody says, Old men dreams. Young men see visions. I say, either dreams or vision. Make sure you see either of the two. Because dreams are ex an express revelation of what is intended for the future. 
In fact, I have a dream, I have a dream. People only use vision because vision is of higher quality, and I'm going to explain that in a jiffy. When we're talking about dreams, dreams happen in a state, and the revelation does not need your action. It only needs you to be insightful. That's why it happens to old people to dream. They give you clear picture of the future, but there's no need for engagement. And thank God, I'm not seeing old people here. If there are old people here, glory be to God, we need you. But when you are talking about vision, vision is the ability to see the future with precision. And hear me, sir. When you see the future with precision, it naturally imparts on you the strength for mission. A man that sees vision can never be tired until he sees it in the physical. In fact, the energy required to fulfill destiny comes from vision. Look at what the Bible, what God said to Abakuk in Abakuk chapter 2 from verse 2. Abakuk chapter 2 from verse 2, can you project it, sir? And the Lord answered me and said, I want us to read from verse 1. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. Listen to me, what is a tower? Somewhere elevated above the level ground. And when you stand on a tower, what you are trying to say or do is, I want to see farther than where I am. I will stand upon the tower and will watch to see what it will say unto me and what I shall answer. He wanted to communicate. He wanted God to speak to him. He wanted instruction. And so he wanted, he went to an elevated position. And say, Lord, I need you to speak to me. And when God was going to answer, look at what he said in verse 2. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that they may run that read it. Meaning that there's a way vision accelerates your progress. Vision is a pusher. When you see a man of vision, you are seeing a restless entity. There's something he has seen. Most of those times, a man of vision looks like a non-entity amongst men. Because what he's seen, most people don't see it. For they run, and he said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, look at what he said. He shall speak. That means every vision has a voice. And not lie. Don't tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. A man of vision doesn't need to announce himself. Vision announces them. Because the manifestation will show to all that this man is actually on a mission. He's up to something. Praise the Lord. Vision. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dream. Your young men shall see vision. A visionless man have no hope for the future. Because it's just like somebody embarking on a journey without direction. I, I, I will never forget a definition of vision I saw in second. I can't even remember the book I was reading. It said vision is foresight. Foresight based on insight which is made possible by the help of insight. Foresight. Seen into the future made possible by insight, depth of revelation and becomes a reality by 
inside. The inside is the leg of the animal that they use like kangaroo and all that. When they do like this, it pushes them into the future. Meaning that when you have vision, it pushes you into the future of, into the future of your glory. And all of this is mean. Can you see the connection between the outpouring and restoration? There are some things God will begin to say to you from now that will show you that, ah, where you are standing is too small. It widens your horizon. It makes you see what others are not seeing. No, there are some quarters you make some statement and people will look at you as if you are out of this world. You are, you are out of place. I keep telling people Nigeria is the best nation, the best country. I keep telling people there's no amount of money you can give me to relocate from Nigeria. You are wasting your time. I'll tell you, give me the money, I'll use it in Nigeria. This is the best nation. So what do you mean? What do you see? I've seen some things. I remember there was a day I was prayer walking. I was just praying in tongues. I didn't know I was praying for Nigeria. And all of a sudden, my eyes opened, and I saw the future. Do you know what I saw in the future? I'm going to tell you, because it's going to come to pass. I suddenly saw that most of the young men that have run out of Nigeria, that have gone all over the world, they began to pack their bags, pack their load, and they were coming back to Nigeria. And as I began to watch, I soon realized that there was a government that created a soft landing for all of them, created space for all of them to fit in. And they were coming because where they would stay was available. What they need to survive was available. The job they need to do was available. And they were excitedly coming. And as they were coming, I was just watching and I was getting excited. And I heard a voice. I only allowed them to go and search out the world to know how things is being done so that they can come back to Nigeria and rebuild this country. I can never forget it in my life. Is it somebody like me that you will tell me to leave Nigeria and say you are joking? I will be part of those who will see it. Because the reality dawned on me that truly, 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 most of these guys, if you know where they are working, if you know the kind of technology they've been exposed to, if you know the kind of new way of doing things, I'm not like God. In that discussion, I, I, I ask question. I am, I ask question. I think God is comfortable with me. I said, well, Lord, we have. Are they the only ones that have traveled? Our government, our leaders, our commissioners, they travel every time. God said to me, he said they were not traveling to get innovation. They were traveling to look for business. He said they are not seeing what these ones have seen. They relocated to live better. These ones are not planning to relocate. They travel there to see business opportunity. So when the governor is traveling, he's not traveling to see innovation. He's traveling to see which business I want to invest in. I was not in their bedroom. So I now said, oh, that now answers the question of why some of us will travel. You will be putting, <laughs> you have to use pullover in the, in the airports of some country because it's so chilly. The split AC, central AC is chilly everywhere in school. And as you land the Muritala airport here in Nigeria, as you step out, you are saying, welcome to Nigeria by heat. You force, the first thing you force do is first pull down the zip of your pullover. <laughs> Before you know it, you remove the pullover. <laughs> and you know, because why is this AC not working? Are they not going to the places I'm coming from? Did they see how this is being done? Who told you they saw what you saw there? What's their business with AC is not working? When it's not in their bedroom? 
But definition of your environment can only be made possible by the Holy Spirit. Do you know many of us have improperly defined our world and we have been displaced from our place? Can you imagine? We are the one that we are going to receive all these guys that have left for years. Praise God. Praise God. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. We are going to receive them. I said, welcome back home. They said, where is the street? He said, follow me, let me show you. <laughs> because they, they have lost their ways. They don't know nothing again. Many of them have concluded they're not coming. They've decided to be a stranger in a country that is not their own. But thank God for the church. Thank God for insight. But do you know one thing that I want you to be excited about is if God can show you the future, you'll be there when it comes to pass. Because a man of vision doesn't die until he sees what he has seen. So meaning that the only way to remain alive and relevant is to be a visionary. Every organization look for visionaries to put in their management cadre. Because they know for as long as we have visionaries among our managers, there's a future for us. Any man that lacks vision doesn't have control of tomorrow. I'm pulling on the spirit. This morning we are in church because God has benevolently brought us to our season of restoration. And he said, I want to pour out of my spirit on you so you can know what I am saying about your tomorrow. I want to show you the picture of your tomorrow with clarity. No more agitation. No more fear. It doesn't matter what they say. It's the opposite you see. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, there's insecurity in Nigeria. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure there's insecurity in Nigeria? Say, no, 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 what, is, what are you saying? Uh, I don't understand. Is there insecurity in Nigeria? Nobody's answering me. Is there insecurity in Nigeria? Okay, now we are getting confused. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There might be security in Nigeria, but you are secured. Do you know how you know you are secured? The day your eyes open and you see the array of angels that follows you everywhere. And they say there's insecurity. You say, one man <laughs> They know who they are looking for. He has already told us these things will happen. We over only hard, but we just have to see. Until you see, you can't understand. Do you get what I'm saying? Until you see, you can't understand. When a conversation is going on at some quarters, especially among the elite, and the conversation seems to be a bit complex, and it's like one trying to communicate a thought that is alien to those people to them. And he's talking and he's talking, everybody keeps looking. And he's trying to illustrate, and he's trying to illustrate. And all of a sudden, you will find out that the one that will catch what he's saying, just like, oh, I see what you are saying. Meaning that for as long as you have not seen what is being said, you can't picture what is being said. Every man works with imagination as a confirmation of what they have heard. And that's why when the Holy Spirit takes his residence in you, he helps your power of imagination. I was, I was, some days we were having a discussion 
at, as per some assignment to be done, a work is going on, and I was far away. And I was trying to explain how things will be done, and thank God for intelligent people around me. And we're just sharing thoughts, and they will call me on the phone, and I would just, and I was giving them the vivid, it put pressure on me, but I was not feeling the pressure because it wasn't me. It was the Holy Spirit. I was just giving them the direction. And, and I just got to a point when eventually they got the picture and everything. I said, ah, I said, this thing is a whole lot. My wife just said, ah, thank God for your life. I've been imagining how you are called, called I mean, how you have been coping with it. Because I'm just kilometers away and I have to give picture to people who are, and sir, I say before God, all I was saying to them was like I was in that room with them. And I was not there. And so when I came back and I was looking at what they did, I said, good, good. What I saw, I told them, was what they interpreted. Meaning that until you see the future with precision, you can't put them together in life. Your future is your responsibility to put together. But it's going to be the picture that you see that the time is what you put together. Every man's future is like a puzzle that has a picture. That's why I like... I don't know whether they are still doing that. I, I pray those people who did that when we were younger, they still bring. You know, there's a puzzle they used to sell when we were small. They would do a picture of giraffe, and they would scatter the puzzle around. Now, the moment you see the picture of giraffe, you start putting it together. Start putting it together. The picture is your guide to know where to put the tail, put the leg, and eventually you end up having the same picture with what was on the puzzle. But you know the struggle when you have access to a puzzle that the picture has been torn. Has it happened to you? Has it happened to me? Because I used to play with it. So when you get to some guys, you know, they will have turned their own. So you now look at it. You'll be pushing, pushing, pushing. It takes, in fact, it takes longer hour for you to push to make sense. At times you will put, you will have, you put the leg, you will find out that the tail will be where the leg is. It doesn't look like a tiger. You struggle, struggle, struggle. But when there is a picture to follow, it is easy to set the puzzle. When you have the picture of your future, it is easy to put the pieces of your events together. There are so many events around our lives. They are all scattered to make a sense. But without vision, who will show you? Your pastor? No. Your father? Does he even have his own puzzle picture? Your teacher? Asking whether he understands what he's teaching in the class. He's only earning his money at the end of the year. The only person is the Holy Spirit. And when he's poured on you, glory be to God, place a demand on him and you are sorted out. Shall we rise up on our feet? Hallelujah. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Everyone here this morning is a candidate for this outpouring. But it has to begin with a demand. How much of your life do you want to give expression to? It's a big question. I, I don't need you to answer it in church. When you step out of this church, please don't forget the question I've just asked you. It will be wise of you to ask this question over and over again to be able to ascertain your position in life. How much of your future do you want to have expressed? How much of your person do you want to give expression to? How much of God do you want to express in life? How much, how much, how much? What do you want? Somebody was asking me beyond 
pastors, church people at their secular individuals. I, I love, I said, yes, I have a few of them. And I, and I think I mentioned two of them. I, I love Anthony Robbins. Anthony Robbins is a man who, he was the one that wrote Unlimited Power. I mean, just get that book. You find out that every limit in your life is the one you put on yourself. These are people that will look at you and tell you there is so much more in you that you can never imagine. And they bring up. How can you tell a woman that has phobia for snakes that she can carry a snake? Say a snake? No. And by the time he finished talking to the woman, say pick up the snake. The woman will have picked up the snake before. Say, why are you holding? Hey, snake. But she has already picked it up. This was a guy who never handled a gun, but was teaching military personnel in two weeks to become sharpshooters. Say, how do you know how to teach? He said, I don't need to know how to shoot. All I need to tell them, there is an instinct in them that will teach them. Sir, there is so much in us. That's why I don't want you to, to just live on the surface of your being. Let the spirit of God, because it takes the deep to call to the deep. Many of us are living on the shadow of life. I'm sorry to say that's why our life is being determined by Naira and Kobo. Dollars and pounds tally. So live beyond. Get off this face of life that is being determined by Naira and Kobo. How much money do I have? And that's the reason for carrying your shoulder. No, the life of a man does not consist in the abundance of what he has. The life of a man is a function of how much he has been able to express of his personality. Of his person. How much of myself have I given expression to? In fact, all of us should be restless when it comes to our life. We should look for opportunity to exhibit as much as we can. Because, sir, sir, there's so much more in you. But it takes the deep to go to the deep of your person and bring it to the surface. I am trusting God today. There's many of us that are listening to me. You will solidly come to realize that you are the God that God has placed on earth. Oh, have you ever imagined? You look at some individuals. I, I try. I, I don't know. Most times I hide to look at some of those individuals. I, I will hide and I will look and I will look and I will look and I will look. Do you know why? Because I want to see why they're exceptionally different. The other day I saw a very long bridge being constructed on the Atlantic by the Chinese. Long bridge, and they maneuver it all around, all around, and they cross to the other side. So when I say Chinese man, anywhere I will sit from a distance, I will be trying to look at him. Is he a human being? Is he not a human being? Does he poo poo? Does he go to toilet? And the only thing I find out is, he's just like me. So what is different about him? There is something that he's bringing out of himself. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. By the unction that is coming upon you today, you will know all things. Oh, you didn't say amen. Can you project 1 John chapter 2 verse 10? 1 John chapter 2 verse 10. I want us to read it together. 1 John chapter 2 verse 10. 1 John, is it? No, 1 John. Now, check it out. We have an unction. Just check unction. I think I missed that scripture. 
Ma? Two, verse eight. Are you sure? 20. Thank you very much. Can we read this together? First John 2 20. Let's go. One, two. You know some things. What do you understand by all things? Everything. I, I know everything by unction. An unction is a release it comes on you takes over your intelligence and connects you with the right answer bring you into information that is not readily available to your brain unction someone say when you lack unction you can never function Mean that the unction is meant to enable us to function. I pray for you in your chosen field and career. By this unction coming on you today, you will function efficiently and effectively. Then you ask, what's the name of this guy? Who, I'm talking to the doctors, who divided the Siamese twins? Ben Kassin. Were you able to cut one after the other those tiny veins and were able to connect them together for these twins that were joined together to be separated? All you could say was that my hand was taken over. <laughs> that guy, that's why he wrote a book about his hands. He said, it's not about what I was taught in the class. It was at that moment, an entity took me over. And I just saw my hand walking. My hand was just walking and walking. And the result was a miracle of the disjointed twins. Sir, there is an option that comes from God. There is an enablement that makes us perform beyond our human capacity. If you live your life based on your capacity as a human, I tell you, you will be limited on all sphere. How can you know all things, if not for an unction that comes from the one that owns all things? Can you know all things on your own? As a doctor, you can only know about doctor medicine. You can't know about engineering. But hear me, when this auction comes, you know of medicine, you know of engineering, you know of science, and they begin to look at your mouth. Are you a professor? No, you are not a professor, you are a genius. So I say genius, yes, there are genius. Do you know the meaning of a genius? The gene that is in us. There's a gene that is in us, and that is applicable to you and I. That gene is the unction from the Holy One. And the name that is above every other name, every limitation in performance, Every limitation in delivery, every limitation in functionality on this mountain today is being taken away. Lift up your voice and say, Father, I need an outpouring from you. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Oh, 
situation I got involved with a situation it wasn't my problem when I got into that situation one way or the other I just saw God personality the personalizing the problem to be my problem and when God pushed it to me I said this is the problem the problem made optimism in me you, you, you see, I'm, I'm trying to tell you a process because of the time I not go deeply into it. It made optimism. You know, yeah, it can work. It has not been working for years. In fact, it has been abandoned for years because they've tried and they have failed. And they abandoned it. And when God, I said, it can work. And I picked my barrel. Just like someone who just writes something down. I just write it and itemize it. I'm a restless person. I don't know how to. In fact, I'm always praying to God to help me to even sit down to pick Bible and to write. But I just write, I scribble, I scribble. Where I scribble is still there. I just itemize this, all this, all this, all that. And I close my mind. I did not know that what I received and wrote was nothing to do with me. It's about what God wanted to do. I thought I was the one writing, I thought I was the one thinking. One individual is needed to be intermediary between the problem and solution. I never knew the person. I didn't even know where to meet the person. I just woke up one day and 
Somebody was just mentioning something that is related to what I was saying. I said, okay. You mean there's a need of that? He said, this individual is only passing through Nigeria. He has just two weeks. He's going back to Saudi Arabia. Ah. I said, let me see the man. I met him. When he came, what the people that have been struggling has never told anybody. He analyzed one after the other. And he said, Pastor, how did you know this was what we were talking about yesterday? I said, I did not know God told me. And I said, go ahead. I said, I don't want to tell anybody the solution so that if he fails, I bear the brunt. I count my losses and I move on. Because when you are involved with something that has not worked over the years, everybody will look at you with skepticism. I don't like that. I'm a very optimistic person and I like, I like to take my risk and cut my losses if it doesn't work. But I won't take risk. And the guy provided a simple solution. And the problem got solved. As soon as he solved the problem, the night before he was to leave, he left me to go to the airport. He has gone back to where he came from. And I said, God, why did he come? Why did I meet him? God said, I only brought him because of the solution to be provided. How the event connected? Just because he said, is it possible? I said, it's possible. And the, an, emo, an emotion was set in place. Sir, if God says, can you be the president of Nigeria? I said, Nigeria, God forbid. I'm telling you, you will never see this throne. Try to tell you there is a world. It will tell you some things, man. That you look at yourself and look at your husband, look at your. You, it doesn't make sense. So, you have just pick your barrel and write it. If I, wherever you write it, you might even lose it. But whatever you pick your barrel to write down can never be forgotten in history. You have given life to it. If you are here, you are not born again. This world will never be a reality to you. It can't carry you into this journey. It's a world meant for those whose mind is connected because you won't hear him speak to you. He will only take hold of your mind and move you into it. It's in your sincerity that you will tell people, I am telling you, I just knew I got here. I don't know anything. In your sincerity. Do you know anyone that God uses? In reality, they are always very humble. Have you noticed? And when you get close to them, you will always hear this. I'm a product of mercy. It's grace. They know. Remove that unction from them. They are as good as nothing. I'm telling you. You need to give your life to Christ because I don't want to disrupt this. We're just taking one prayer point this morning. Lord, the unction to operate in the dimension of the Spirit of God release upon me. Now, after we prayed for those who want to give their life to Christ, I would just, I would just want the usher to line up the people. One, two, as many of us a lady to lay hands. I don't just do that and I'm going to do it. I'm not going to lay hands one, two minutes or three minutes. I'm just going to touch. Why I am going to do this is this. I want to be a medium for God to flow to you. Sir, I have experienced what I am saying. I am experiencing what I am saying. 
I am trying to watch the corner of my mouth. That's why I've not spoken. I'm trying to watch the corner of my mouth so that I won't say something like, ah, but tell me it's awesome. Show me different who just ask me, Pastor, we don't understand you again. I said, there's no way you can understand me because I don't even understand myself. You can't understand me. How do you want to understand me? You can't keep me where you left me. You won't meet me there. Sir, this is a world. It's real. Christianity should not be struggling with the world of the spirit. The people on the other side are more comfortable in the world of the spirit. Why are we so carnally minded that we are not sensitive to the word of the spirit? There's a word called the word of the spirit. And we are the champion in that world. We are the authority in that world. We are positioned in an enviable place in that world. When they see us in that world, they envy us. Why are we not supposed to live the reality of that world here? To him that believes all things are possible is a statement that comes from the mouth of the one that is seated comfortably, intentionally in the world of the spirit. You want to give your life to Christ? Put your right hand on your chest. Repeat after me, Heavenly Father. I want to go deeper with you. I want to embark on a journey with you. Journey to discovery of who you are. Journey to discovery of who I am. Journey to discover the world in which I live and the journey to discover the world in which I am meant to operate. King of kings, I come to you with all my heart. Please take my life and let it be according to that which you have convened, I mean, proposed for it to be. Surrender my life to you and accept the lordship of Jesus. Take me as one of your children and enable me by your spirit to live for you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, I pray. If you pray that prayer, lift up your right hand. I will pray for you wherever you are. If you pray that prayer, lift up your right hand. Lord God Almighty, as many of these your children that pray this prayer, I'm asking this morning that this decision will launch them into the world of possibilities. This decision will cause their lives to begin to shine forth the glory of your majesty. All that you have proposed for them, all that you have ordained for their lives, by this decision, king of kings, begin to expand them to them. Bring them into the place of knowing so that they can be able to maximize their existence. Lord, I terminate every activity of the enemy over their lives this morning. And I decree on this altar, whatever is contrary to their lives is altered permanently in Jesus' name. Thank you, ancient of days. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.